Hi, this is Sue Burke. Welcome to my podcast. Which beverage is the one most consumed by humans after water? If you guessed tea, you'd win. With this fact in mind, it follows that tea is one of the oldest beverages known to man. Its beginnings date to prehistory, a time shrouded in legend and myth. Tea's origins begin in China, specifically the Yunnan region. This area is long considered the source of indigenous tea bushes. Anthropologists now know that tea trees existed and still exist today in enormous swaths of remote forested land that straddle the border of many countries. Back then there were no country borders and this is why you see debate about tea's origins. They also speculate that prehistoric humans, Homo erectus, discovered indigenous tea trees. Ancient Chinese healers believe the great mother goddess imbibed plants and minerals with healing properties. That's why jade is so revered. It's thought to be a stone that stores up soul substance. Tea leaves are a brilliant shade of evergreen. It may be why in China, tea became known as froth of liquid jade. At first, tea was consumed for its medicinal properties. For any given ailment, tea leaves were boiled with other plants, seeds, barks, and leaves. This laid the groundwork for China's famous herbal healing traditions. China's three great philosophy religions, Buddhism, Confucianism, and Taoism, all embraced tea. I suspect the monks and priests found that tea helped them stay awake during long meditations. The first emperor of China, whose name I will not pronounce, or try to pronounce, was responsible for unifying China, and he constructed the Great Wall, or began it. Cultural unification also occurred, and word spread about the beneficial tonic called tea. Different dynasties rose and fell, and with them attitudes about tea changed. Tea became associated with high art, luxury, and culture. Eventually, barbarians in the West learned of tea trade became robust. I could write a book about tea spread from east to west. Let's fast forward to Great Britain in the 18th century in the East India Company. Westerners were obsessed with tea, but China held the reins. And China wanted cash for tea. At that time, cash meant silver. British traders were at their wit's end. What did they do? They traded one addiction for another. They started using opium as their substitute for cash. Because of concerns about the spread of addiction, a hundred years earlier, China had issued an edict against smoking opium, but that did not include importation. This started one of the most sinister chapters in Western imperialist history. There were two armed conflicts called the Opium Wars, all because of China's attempts to press opium within its borders and British efforts to keep the opium trade routes open so they could sell tea. In each case, China lost and European powers gained commercial privileges and land concessions from China. Hong Kong is a famous example. Tea leaves have several beneficial drugs. Of course, not opium. <laughs> uh, tea has caffeine. Caffeine can be found in the seeds, leaves, and fruit of more than 60 plants. Not surprising. Uh, 
The amount of caffeine in tea leaves varies from about 2 to 5%, and it depends a lot on how the tea is manufactured. Interestingly, a pound of tea leaves has more caffeine than a pound of coffee beans. The difference in the content in a cup of tea being less than caffeine content in a cup of tea being less than coffee is that on a weight basis, more bean is needed to brew coffee than tea. There's an amino acid in tea that is hypothesized to affect neurotransmitters in the brain by boosting cognitive function, reducing anxiety, increasing weight loss, hooray, boosting the immune system, another hooray, and helping with relaxation. Teas also have antioxidants, which means that tea can help repair cell damage by removing free radicals. Strange as it seems, all real tea is derived from the same plant. Tea is grown in different parts of the world, with different climates and soil types, imparting different flavors. It's the process of how leaves are picked, dried, oxidized or not, compressed or handwork, which t determines the four main classes of tea. The four main classes of tea are white tea, which is considered the tea of royals. It's the most delicate and least processed. Green tea, which is known for its rejuvenating and healthy energy. Oolong tea, called the champagne of teas. It undergoes a brief oxidation process, giving it a complex flavor and aroma. And black tea, which is oxidized the longest. It gives black tea a hearty, rich, deep flavor. In China, black tea is known as red tea. The rarest and most expensive tea in the world is called Pu Yi from China. It's an aged black tea prized for its medicinal properties. It is pressed into a block and aged for up to 50 years. It can cost up to $1,000 an ounce, and it was not legal to export until 1995. I bet you're wondering about herbal tea. Herbal tea is not technically tea because it isn't derived from the Camilla sinensis plant. Herbal tea is known as a tisane. Herbal teas are made from many other leaves, fruits, barks, roots, or flowers, belonging to almost any edible plant. This doesn't make them bad. They have benefits, of course, as well. But herbal tea isn't tea. Let's discuss quickly how to properly steep tea. The boiling process is critical for oxygenating the water and drying out the flavors of your tea. White and green tea steeps best if you keep your water just under boiling the same way you would with coffee. Oolong and black tea are good with a full boil at 212. I learned that microwave boiling will result in uneven temperatures and, and it could impart food odors into your tea. So. It's better to use an electric kettle or stove kettle. No, I still haven't gotten my electric kettle. And you need to steep it for the correct amount of time. White and green tea, about three minutes. Oolong and black, five. Here's an interesting fact. You're not supposed to squeeze the tea bag. I've been doing that for years. I thought you got more flavor when you squeeze the bag, but that's not true. What you're doing is releasing tannins, and this makes your tea better, bitter. So whether you drink tea for its antioxidants to stay awake 
because it calms you before bed or just because it's delicious, tea is here to stay. What's your favorite tea? Thanks for stopping by. I hope to see you soon. Take care.